Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I'm your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Finishing up the month of May. Today, actually, this recording will come out on Memorial Day, but today is actually Emlyn II's birthday. He is turning three today, and just wanted to give him a little birthday shout out. And we have a special guest that is joining us again. She hasn't been on in a while, but we are happy and excited to have... Marisela Miles Mattingly. (laughs) Hello, Minority Money listeners. I am back. So we wanted to have... I wanted to bring the show on and have my wife come back on because she's just fabulous. But we wanted to have her come on and talk a little bit about some of the things that we've been doing here at home and some of the things she's been doing. And I just wanted to have a fun episode today because we haven't had her on in a while. So I'm excited to have her on and, and hear what she says. It was incredibly hard to get her booked to get back on the show, even though we live in the same house. She's just a busy lady and didn't have as much time. Yeah, we had to check the calendar a few times. I had to move some things around and make this happen, but I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to get this done. Without further ado, we're going to jump right into some of the stuff we were talking about, but some of the listeners may not never made the first time listeners or you may have never heard an episode with Madi on it, but she's my wife and I'll let her just talk a little bit. Just say hi. Yeah. Hi guys. So I've been on a few times on the show already and we've recorded a few different episodes, one of which was a journey from my family to the U.S. Another time was with one of our marriage or he's a therapist. I've been on a few times just to put in my two cents and just a little bit of feedback on some of the things that maybe my story even so in my journey. I'm just really glad to be back on and talk a little bit about what we've been doing during the pandemic. And now as everything's opening up, just some of the stuff that we've been trying to do to stay healthy and on track. Yeah. So, I mean, I know recently over the last few months, you've been really focusing on your own self-care. And basically what the episode is going to be a little bit today about is about, you know, couples, how to manage everything, right? So we have four kids. We have our 15, 13, three today, and one. So that's Jada, Mia, Emlyn, and Isela. So those are our kids. And all the time. It's incredibly hard to balance what's going on in regular life, what's going on in personal life, what's going on at work, what's going on at home, and then be able to have some time where you can actually do some stuff for yourself. Over the last few couple months, you've really got... Yeah, got over the last six routine. months. Yeah, I would say at least six months. And it was probably more so after I returned back to work and realizing, okay, my pants are just fitting a little too tight, very uncomfortable. What is it that I can do to get back to being back to where I was at. And after having Isela, I think the second child had changed a whole lot of other things. But just for me to say, okay, how can I do this while still working and having these kids here at the house so that I can make sure that I can feel good about myself, more importantly. And so what would you do? Yeah, well, some of the first things was just the eating. As some of you might not know, you know, I'm Mexican, so I love tacos. So anytime that we could have tacos, that was my go-to. Let's just go eat. And typically I'd be like, oh, 
give me four, give me this. And I was like, you know what? Let me start changing the amount of food that I eat. I'm, I don't want to change what I eat just yet, but I do want to have less to see how that'll impact my weight, my size, just everything. And so sure enough, I just started to decrease the amount of food that I would eat. And that was step number one. And then after that was really staying consistent with the workouts. And for me, it was trying to figure out how much time had to get ready for work, do all these other little things around the house. So I'm like, okay, how do I squeeze in some time to get some good little quick little workouts and meeting with our trainer, he put together some really neat workouts where sometimes it's a 15 minute workout, but at least it allows my heart to race a little bit and 15 to 20, even 30 minutes. And depending on the morning, I decide what type of workout I'm going to do. And then I just go for it instead of trying to say, oh, you know, I don't have time. I need to go do this. Those two things have really been the catalyst to kind of get me going and get me excited. Also getting stuff ready the night before. I know you've talked about it in the past, but I think that's so key because that's an extra one or two minutes that you can save yourself and get dressed and go. Talk more so about mindset, because I think that this is all stuff that you oh, have tried sure. to do before. It's not something that it's not mm-hmm. the first time that you've worked out. It's not the first time you've made a decision to eat a little different. But what makes this time so different? Because I said I can't make excuses for what I don't like. And by that, I mean, I can't say, oh, you know, I don't have enough time. I don't have this. If I choose to stay in the bed, then I'm still not going to choose not to work out. And I think that was the biggest thing was changing that mindset and saying, I'm going to lay down, but that means that the workout is still going to happen regardless of how much or what you need to do to shorten something else. That's what's going to have to give. And you're going to have to do this for yourself. I think that was the biggest thing is changing that mindset and saying, it's okay. I don't have to be completely full and feeling like, wow, I just need to now take a nap but saying, I'm going to be a little hungry and that's okay. And being okay with that. And I think that was so big and different because I've never even tried that in the past ever. I would just have the four tacos or as much as I wanted, but really making that adjustment has been the biggest change for me. And I mean, what's the balancing being a mom, being a boss, being a wife, wife, doing all of a sudden and trying to have some time for your personal life? How has this helped? Oh, it just helps you because you just feel so much better about yourself. You feel energized. You feel such a big change because I feel like it starts from us, right? So whenever we feel good or whenever we're happy with whatever it is we're doing, then it translates in every other aspect of our lives. So for me, I feel like it's just helped tremendously. I mean, just simple things to be able to get back in those jeans or those work pants or that shirt that you thought, oh, you know what is just not going to happen and seeing it happen has been just so exciting to get back to that. And so it's just been more of saying, I'm going to take care of me and I got to find a way to do that. How do you find the way to take care of yourself? How do you make sure that you're consistently doing it? Because there has been some times. Oh yeah, that I'm going to get up. Yeah, I mean, there's been some times or even a week that I'm just like, I don't want to get up because I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to do that. And it's just going back and saying, yes, you can get up. You can do this. I know maybe it was a rough night with the kids or something, but you know what? It's maybe one hour less, but you're going to be fine. And it's just like I said, just changing everything. And it's hard sometimes because you don't want to get up or you don't want to do this little extra stuff. But even stuff like that in the past that for me would bother me like, oh, you know, we have the clothes that needs to be folded. 
I would just allow that to say, oh, I can't do this because now I got to take care of that. But saying, you know what, there's going to be clothes there tomorrow. It'll be fine. And to making those changes to say, let it go and make sure that you make time for yourself to feel better. And then in turn, it'll make everything else better. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I think there's going to be a couple out there that's going to listen. There's going to be a mom, there's going to be a dad, there's going to be mm-hmm. whatever. They're going to listen to the episode. I think it's always mm-hmm. ultra important to make sure that people know that it hasn't always been perfect. And what I say that, I mean, it's not like you always get up every morning. It's not mm-hmm. like we always, it's, but what I think is you can't have multiple compounding bad decisions, right? Mm-hmm. If you wake, wake up and you don't get up on time to work out, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. It happens. Sometimes you just have to give yourself mm-hmm. a race. But what does that mean? Does that mean that you go out and eat everything you want? Or does that mean that now I need to focus on my eating more or talk through real life situations mm-hmm. so people can actually apply it to take some of it away and apply it? To them? Yeah, no, I mean, it's really definitely like what you said is just in the morning, right? Setting that alarm and saying, OK. And what I do sometimes is I said it just a little bit earlier. So let's say I want to be up by 530. Then I'll set it at 515, 520 and say, OK, if I want to snooze once, then I get to have that. And then after that, it's time to get up because you got to get going so that maybe by six, you're done with your workout and you're ready to jump in the shower and start getting ready for work. It's going through those motions. And when I don't get up, then it's saying, okay, maybe now this time we're not going to style the hair. We're going to just put it up in a bun and we're going to go and make it look cute and move on. It is what you're saying. It's just those decisions. And even going back to the eating, whereas maybe for lunch, whether we made something or I was taking something for lunch, or if I'm buying something for lunch, it's always going to be, I'm more aware. And those temptations are always there because at work, we tend to either DoorDash or do something or somebody will bring something or somebody walk in with donuts and saying, you know what, maybe I didn't work out that morning. No, I don't get to have that or I don't get to have it at all. But making those decisions every day, every moment to say, what do I want to choose? And so do I want to choose myself? And when you go back to real life and how does this apply to everything that we do? I mean, I feel like when you take care of yourself, it's easier for you then to take care of others. And especially having those two little ones, I think it's so important that we can do that because they need us to be at our best so that we can be the best parents for them. Like we were saying, it is a struggle and it's setting yourself up the day before, like I said, with the clothes the shoes, even down to the socks to make sure you're not trying to juggle all that. And then making the decision, yeah, if I'm going to get up late, then I'm still going to get this done. Maybe I'm going to shorten it, but it's still going to happen. This is all good stuff. It's always fun to hear you talk about what I watch you do. And then I think, how does the spouse support that? How do we continue to encourage you? But I always think even for us, it's always been like a group, an effort for both of us. If you're getting up, then sometimes you'll just say, come on, babe, get up. And it'll be that extra like, okay, you can do this. And I think that's big to be able to have that support from each other to say, come on, get up, let's go, we can go. Or even when it comes down to the meals, I know in the past when we've done certain different things that we were trying, we would do it together. And it always seemed like it would work because we were always in the same page. So I feel like when the spouses are in, it makes it easier for that other person to do it because there's no other temptation, not only from the outside, but even on the inside, right? it makes everything work even better. And then the self-sabotage that happens sometimes when people try to hit a goal and someone keeps buying chips. And cookies, oh. <laughs> you know, chips and cookies, ice cream. And they're the little bags. So they, they can only have one little bag and then you'll be fine. You don't have to have five, just the one bag. 
because I think that's probably some of the stuff that we were talking about and being able to make it realistic. So if we're trying to say, oh, we're not going to eat no junk food or none of this, how realistic is it? How long are we going to be able to do that for a week, two weeks, maybe, maybe a month? I don't know. But it's saying, okay, maybe you don't get to have the whole bag of chips, but maybe we buy the small kid size bags and that's what we get to have. Or instead of buying five boxes of ice cream, we only buy your favorite and my favorite and that's all we get to have. So it's just minimizing those amounts and making it less. We're still going to be people and we're going to be human and we're going to like certain things. So it's not necessarily depriving yourself of stuff, but it's making it a little less. Changing gears a little bit on that. How do you think that this has helped you be a better mom? Well, I think it's so neat to see the kids watch us work out. I mean, even one night we did that workout. I mean, one morning we did that workout in the backyard and you see our son just trying to do some jump at the same time, but seeing them watch us be active. And I think that's so exciting to say, okay, you know what? I've seen my parents do stuff. They move, they do They walk around. I mean, he'll even talk to us about going for walks. We'll pick him up from daycare and he's like, let's go for a walk. So I think that's just cool to see him want to be active because nowadays you see a lot of kids with those tablets and the TVs and everything else. And that's taken away a little bit from what we used to do as children. I remember being a kid trying to figure out what trees I could climb so that I could run around outside. But I feel like that makes us just better parents to show them those things along with the eating, right? What are we going to feed them? What are we having that it's important for them to have as well? And just as we say that, one of them pops in and we're recording and he says it's time for Capri Sun. So we're going to hear him in the background. That's what that is. And I think one of the things that has really been fun was, is just like what Marty's saying, is seeing the whole family get involved. We got our kids that will come and work out with us. They're usually jumping on one of us. So it makes the workout a little more intense, but that's good. It's just one of those things when we're trying to create something here. Now the kids know that moving is a part of what we do. Getting out and being active is a part of what we do. He wants to be outside and he wants to take walks and he wants to be a part of the physical activity that we're doing here. And I think that's awesome just because it creates a healthy environment and it just Mm -hmm. trains them the way that they teaches them the importance of of physical activity. Mm -hmm. And what other areas do you think this is impacting? No, I mean, I, well, well, yeah, I mean, going back to the eating, I mean, you'll see him go have a whole filet of tilapia. I mean, what three-year-old is going to typically going to sit there and want to have some tilapia? I mean, he's not always the best on the veggies, but seeing him kind of his palate be at that level now, it's just exciting because you always hear these parents struggle with what they're going to feed their children, or maybe it's just a peanut butter and jelly or all these other things, but He'll sit there and have that. And just the same thing with little Isela. I mean, they're not very picky eaters. And I feel like it's just because we mix things up for them and we show them it's going to be this, it's going to be that. It's not always going to be fast food or something that we buy, but it's something that we're going to make. And even incorporating them into the making of the food, he'll come up and say he wants some huevitos or something and he'll help me crack the eggs. And it's just stuff like that. But the biggest thing I think I feel that helps us and makes us get to our goals is when we're together and you'll see couples, you know, that whenever it's a team effort, whenever both of them are on the same page, I feel like it just changes everything. It makes everything just become more of a reality instead of more of a struggle to try and do this because one spouse is wanting to do something different than the other. And I think that's what's made our routines and our systems work. With that, I was thinking about that. Do you have anything that 
found as a benefit from this that you didn't think was going to be a benefit? Like, oh, wow, I didn't know this would happen. No, not that I didn't know that it would happen, but I feel like for us as a couple, I think it makes us even closer because we're back out there working out together. When we used to be at the gym, it changes. It brings us even closer together because it gives us that time. I guess I'm thinking about benefits for you personally that you didn't think think were like, oh, I didn't realize this would be a benefit or a result. You know what? No, and I didn't. And I thought it would going to make me even more stressed. Like, oh, trying to hurry up and get this done, give that done. But it just makes you feel even better. I don't know how to explain it, but just being able to move and get up and do something for 20, 30 minutes. And then not only that, but you would think sometimes kids do wake up early in the morning and I have to sometimes work out what you just said, work out with them and they're jumping on you, but being okay with that and just saying, it's okay. I'm going to try to do this sit up as my daughter's laying on my stomach, but it's going to be fine. And you would think some people would be like, that's too much. That's too stressful. I don't want to do it, but it just still makes you active and it makes you do something. So it feels good at the end. And I think it's just, you were saying like, right, we can make excuses. Mm-hmm. Or we can try to push through it. And sometimes the kids wake up, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're running in and out of the room, sometimes they're not. It's just life, right? And so you have to deal with life accordingly. No, oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, like I said, it's just you just take it as you go and you don't look at it as, oh my God, here, I can't do this, this lunge the way I want to. But it's okay. You can try another 20 times and just move on and not let that stop you from moving up getting that workout in or doing something. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is just doing something. And like I said, you would think it would stress you out because now you're going to add something else to your plate, but the feeling and the release that you get from moving, I just can't, you just can't, it'll just make you better. It's almost hard to describe. So if someone's getting ready, like I want to start making some changes, I want to start doing something different, changing my routine. What would you say about that? I mean, you first have to have a plan. I mean, it's just not going to say today I'm going to work out and what am I going to do? No, you want to have something already structured Monday through if it's going to be just maybe Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Am I going to go to the gym or am I going to do something at home and having something already in place because that's going to allow you to succeed because the next thing you know, you're going to be dressed and ready to go with nothing to do. Always pre-planning is going to be the key. And even when it comes to the food is saying, okay, I'm going to buy these three meats and I'm going to buy these two different types of veggies. And this is what we're going to make for the week, but always like pre-planning because when you don't pre-plan, then once you're there, you're just standing there waiting and wasting time. I would add to that just the small things, right? It's the small little things. It's the getting your clothes ready the night before. Mm -hmm. It's the making sure that the kids' clothes are ready before. So then when you get done working out, you're not looking for their clothes. It's making sure that when you put your stuff in the right place. So before you get up, if you're taking pre-workout, the pre-workout's in the kitchen in the spot where you need it. Your shake is already set up so you can have your post-workout shake that you need to have. So I think those little things like that, and this has been heavy on talking about working out a lot just because of that health thing. But I think mostly because I think the link between your physical fitness and your mental health is very, very close. And I think that those are the benefits that we really want to get to people. We want you to have that benefits of that mental clarity, that mental focus that you get from working out. Jim Quick always says, he says, your brain grooves. As your body moves, your brain grooves. And so Mm -hmm. that actually gets your brain going. So a lot of the stuff that Madi's talking about is result of the physical activity, which actually catapults your brain activity. And then the other stuff with the parenting and what we're trying to juggle with the kids and stuff. I mean, this is real life. 
I think that sometimes it's not perfect. It's a work in progress. And we just want to be able to be that encouragement for people that are going to go out there and say, okay, you know what? If you've tried several times before, you know, to try to make some lifestyle changes, whether it's you know, keto, whether you're doing whole 30, whatever it is that you're doing to get yourself where you feel that you want to be, just understand that taking those small changes will make huge, huge impacts in where you're trying to go. Was there anything else that you had on your mind? No, I mean, you always got to find those moments for yourself because when you do take that time for yourself, it only just makes you even better for those around you and those that need you the most. I always just wanted to go, 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 which I always do. But I think now it's just been transformed a little differently and saying, we got to choose this time because this is the result that you're going to see from it. And then, like we said, just working together. And sometimes it will be different for different spouses. Maybe one works night shift, maybe someone works in the morning, but always putting things in place to make sure that it even cuts down little five minutes here, 10 minutes here by prepping things and getting clothes ready and all of that. So I'm just glad we can share our journey or our experiences and what we try to do for ourselves. And hopefully somebody can take some of this and apply it to their lives and see how it changes. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming back on. Thanks for allowing me. I asked her, Maddie, I said, hey, can you be on the show? And she said, let me check my calendar. Let me see what I can do. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I said, and this is going to cost. Yeah. So, so we'll see what kind of payment he's going to have to pay for this appearance, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> she's the only guest that the other guests are nice to me and they don't make me pay them, but I guess I'm going to have to pay this guest for her time taking her away from those kids for a little while there, <laughs> right there. But as you all know, this is the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Madden, where we are changing the complexion of the Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP. To support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time.